Infinity Games Podcast. Welcome to the Infinity Games Podcast. I'm Drew Bucks Hero. I'm Calrix King. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch because we both got Switches. Hype. 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 Hype train. Activate. Chugga 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 Hype hype. I like it. I like it a lot. So, we mentioned it in our last episode, but we already did this one, and we lost the audio, so you guys haven't heard it. So Which broke our damn hearts. We, we've said this before, we can't recreate conversation, but we're going to talk about it again, and we'll probably make a lot of reference to the episode we lost. Yeah. <coughs> so get used to that. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I have mine with me for the purposes of review. <laughs> <laughs> and Calrix, in when we first did this, he came at me and outright, like, very first thing he asked, what would I give it as far as, like, a number rating? Yeah. And I honestly don't remember what I said, but I'm just gonna say nine. I think you. I think that's what you gave it before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gave it a nine, and then uh, we each got a game, and I said I gave the game an eight. Sound familiar? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. So, what would you give the Switch a number rating? From the time that we first recorded this episode, I'm pretty sure I also said nine. My opinion has changed slightly. I now give it an 8.5. And why is that? Because I've noticed that the Joy-Cons do not reach very far. Like, oh, like for example, yeah. you, you know how my house is set up. Yeah. So you know where my Switch is. Mm-hmm. And if I'm sitting on the couch and I have my Joy-Cons in the in the little grip that comes with the Switch, right. I very often get lag. Wow. And it drives me up a fucking wall. Because I'm playing something like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 hype, and it's like <laughs> the whole point of combat is like timed button presses. So, so dude, hold on. I want you to make sure that you have your game mode on for your television. I hadn't thought of that. I'm going to try that later. Yeah. Um, for the listeners, quite a while ago, he was playing... Uh, we were playing it, the it SNES was probably Classic. Destiny. No, you were playing Destiny. Oh, yeah, also the Switch Classic. Or the SNES Classic. Yeah, the Switch Classic. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Already? No, I've just been cryogenically frozen. Yeah. <clears throat> But anyways, he was getting a bunch of leg, and it was pissing him off, because, I mean, fuck leg, right? Mm-hmm. Something to check if you're getting a lot of leg, and you know it's not your internet connection, is t newer TVs, or I guess anything within the last decade almost, they have multiple processes for picture output. So, oh, how do I put this? Let's say it's upscaling. And then it's applying a filter. And then it's increasing the brightness. And then it's checking the black levels. All these things will introduce very small amounts of lag to your game. So most TVs have something called game mode, where it just turns all of that stuff off. So the picture just goes straight through to the screen. <coughs> yeah. So yeah, check that. Because um, I was going to say... My couch down here is farther away than yours is, and my switch is behind the TV, and I'm not having any problems. Yeah, fuck me then. Yeah, I'm going to put it on game mode and see if that helps. Because it was, oh, it was making me so mad. Because it's like, I get into a fight, and of course, like the other Xenoblade games, you can find like unique enemies, and they okay. take a ton of abuse. And you can do this thing called the driver combo, and essentially you break the enemy, you topple the enemy, you launch the enemy, and then you smash them into the ground like the bitch they are. 
Okay. And it does like a stupid amount of damage. And you need like what you break the enemy and it gives you a pr- it gives you I think like a good 10 seconds to then topple the enemy. Then you have 5 seconds to launch it and then after you launch it you have like all of 2 seconds to smash him into the ground. So like you got to be on fucking point and the lag was like fucking me sideways. So yeah, I'm definitely yeah, gonna I'm definitely gonna put in game mode once we're done this and see if maybe that makes it fuck off. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, you can also let me check. I'm sure if you went to the main menu, you can adjust like calibrate your Joy Cons for leg. I tried that already. Yeah, yeah, it didn't no. help. So I'm it lame. I'm really hoping it's just the. Uh, <clears throat> Really hoping it's just game mode, like you said, because I always, I never think of that. And I mean, like, who plays it in handheld mode? Mm-hmm. Scrubs. Exactly. You know what? Even <laughs> okay. Even though this is a Switch episode, something happened today, and I literally need to talk about it, or my whole, or my fucking head's gonna explode. Okay, you better tell me. The new Kingdom Hearts three trailer just dropped at oh, Disney D two three. I I haven't seen it. But I've seen fan art. That's how I knew it dropped. <laughs> yeah, so it dropped. And it has the thing that made me like, I freaked the fuck out. It has mm-hmm. a confirmed release date for 2018. What day? It, they didn't say, but it is confirmed for 2018. Ooh. They are, rele- are going to announce the, re- the official release date at E3. So I'm predicting like December. What the fuck was on my bingo card? <laughs> I am looking it up. Cause man, get that get that hype train rolling. I scream so loud. Kingdom Hearts three Q two release. We're gonna change that to Q four. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you can't just change your prediction. I um, slurred my words a little and you thought I said two, I meant four. Too late. It's on the internet. It's there Shit. forever. Shit. <laughs> I'm hyped for you. I'm actually gonna watch that once we're done recording. Yeah, no worries. But um But yeah, so that trailer dropped this morning. I literally like woke up, fiance kicked me out of bed because I was moving around too much she's like fuck off i'm trying to sleep i'm like okay i got you i'll leave <laughs> and then um so i go and i like sit down and i like boot up xenoblade and everything and uh i sit on the couch and then i like open up my facebook and everything the first thing i see is like new kingdom hearts trailer and i'm like <gasps> shit <laughs> yeah like smashing my chest breathe damn it <laughs> so yeah Breathing's so overrated i'm 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 screaming because not a, we don't have a release date, but we have a release year, and that's more than we've had for the last four years. Yeah. So fucking hype, dude. I'm very excited. But anyway, back to the switch. Back to the switch. So we both got them around Christmas time. I got mine as a present, and Calrix, uh, you'll have to recount your story. Yes. But I, I, I just. I really liked when you messaged me and you're like, hey, dude, I might be getting a Switch today. And I was literally at the store getting the Switch when you sent me that. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, oh, yeah, me too. And I'm like, ooh, somebody got money for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, kind of. I, no, on, so, I, I, on the other hand, had to jump through a lot of hoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you did that to yourself. That's fair. It was worth. I'm. I'm literally for the, not for those savings. Yeah, I'm literally not even slightly upset with how how I went about getting my switch. So the person who got me the switch, they used a uh, uh, consumer points reward card. I guess you could call it. So they pretty much got it for like a hundred and seventy dollars instead of the full four hundred. Which is and awesome. then I also got Mario Odyssey with it. Aip. And I got the one with the colored Joy-Cons. I did not. Yeah. Which, I, well, I struggled with that. Yeah. I mean, it it worked out better in the end, because originally I wanted the neon one, 
And then when I got to EB right. Games, they were like, oh, sorry, we're, we only have the gray ones now. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And then I got home, and after, like, a few hours of playing it, I was like, it honestly just looks better with the gray ones, in my opinion. It really does. See, the colored ones are just fun. Mm-hmm. But as, as like, a functional piece of furniture, like, something that's going to be sitting beside your TV for fucking, like... Oh, it's... At least, like, five years, hopefully. Yeah, it's... I mean, the gray one just looks better. Yeah, that's, like, I... When I have mine docked and everything, like, charging and everything, it's, like, I don't even notice it's there. But I feel like had had, had me and the fiancé gotten the red and blue one, the neon ones, I feel like I would have just been constantly staring at it and been, like, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I finally, finally, finally cleaned up the uh, the HD TV down here. That space. Nice. After like two years of having a PS3 on the floor, and then like five devices hooked into one port and whatever else, the only space for my Switch is actually behind the TV. So it doesn't even matter that I got the colored Joy Cons. Mm. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. So tell. Tell the listeners your story. Tell them how you got it. I did stuff. Tell them the hoops you jumped through. Oh, uh, there was a red one, and there was a green one, and there was a there was a purple one that I was a little bit worried about, but uh, I still still jumped through it just fine. One hoop, two hoop, red hoop, blue hoop. Indeed. <laughs> and yeah, tell that's them the actual hoops. <laughs> so. What happened was uh, my fiance and I got a couple of EB Games gift cards for Christmas. So we were like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. And we were like, okay, well, we'll buy, like, maybe we'll get, like, Assassin's Creed Origins or something. Um, update, still haven't got that. Probably won't get it. But uh, so that was, like, the only thing we could think of because there was, like, nothing else really coming out. So right. um, we did that. And then I real I looked in the Boxing Day magazine just out of curiosity and realized, oh, if you trade your Nintendo Wii in, you get the Switch for... Sorry, excuse me. <sighs> you get the Switch for 250 bucks. You meant the Wii U, right? Yes. Did I say Wii? Oh, that's what I heard. Oh, okay. I could have sworn I said Wii U, but whatever. Um, whatever. So yeah, if you traded in your Wii U, you got $150 off, or it counted as $150 of trading credit or whatever it was. So I was like, oh, cool. So I was like, okay, so we can pretty well get a Switch for $150. bucks. That's awesome. I was like, okay. So then I thought about it a bit more, and I was like, well, I got some games that I'm literally never going to play again. Maybe I'll trade those in. And then I can take even more off of it, or I can at least uh, pay off which one of the games that I get, which is what I did. And then also, my fiance decided she wanted a different ring, so I canceled the layaway on the first ring that she had picked out. So that put another $80 back in my pocket from like a month ago. So essentially, I got my Nintendo Switch for like 80 bucks out of pocket. Which was hype as shit. Saving them dollars. Saving them dollars, yo. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, all the trade-ins and the gift cards and the luck. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Or the lack of luck in your case, because they didn't have the colored ones that you wanted. Like like I said, though, like, at this point, I'm very glad they didn't, because if I had gotten one of the neon ones, I would have been hyped about it for, like, a day, and then I would have been like, oh, my God, this looks so tacky. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. I don't know what we were uh, saying last time, but the controllers, the Joy-Cons... Yes. The reason that I have one off that it's a 9 out of 10 is because they're uncomfortable as fuck when they're, like, in handheld mode. Or, like, not handheld mode, but, like, detached. Yeah, I agree. Like, have you played anything with them sideways? Yeah, I play... uh, When I was up at camp, Buddy brought his Switch and Mario Kart 8, and we played that with them sideways. It's not a good time. I thought it was Mario Rabbids. No, we we also played Mario Rabbids, but we 
did oh, play okay. Mario Kart 8. Mario Rabbids, it worked just fine because I could kind of like hold it with just my fingers off to the side. But like with Mario, with Mario Kart, you kind of got to like get in there so you can like really do what you got to do. Yeah. And it just, it still was just not comfortable. For me, I can get used to the positioning of the buttons and the Joy-Con and like how tiny it is and stuff. It's the L and R buttons. I just can never press them. I agree. Yeah. But like, that's the one bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, everything's pretty good. Like when it's, when the Switch is in handheld mode, it's stupidly comfortable. Yeah. It's and when not... it's, a, when the Joy-Cons are in the grip. Oh yeah. Also super comfortable. It like it reminds me of a GameCube controller. It really does. Really? Oh yeah. I'm not going that far. It's not that comfortable for me. It's not that <laughs> comfortable, but it does. It it's it, it's moving in that direction is what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's like it's probably the closest they've come to recreating that level of comfort. Which is funny to me because you always said how much you hated having the uh, the staggered. Uh, joysticks. Oh, I still do. Yeah, but, but for this some one has it for some reason on the Switch just works. So it's really weird. I I picked up the PS3 a little while ago because I had to take care of some stuff on it. Yep. And um, I haven't played one in a really long time. And my god, did the controller feel like super unfucking comfortable to me? Yeah, the PS3. And all I've been playing lately is Switch. <laughs> yeah, the PS3 controllers, honestly, especially after you play a PS4 for a good while, the PS3 controllers are not comfortable. Yeah, because the PS4 ones, they're. I mean, they're still contoured, but they're a lot flatter. Like your thumbs aren't as high up. They're the PS3 flat. ones just thick. <laughs> yeah, they're they're flatter, and also the. Uh, the handheld part is a lot it it you have like another inch on the PS4 controllers. Yeah, it's better angle or something. Yeah, so it just it fits in your hand better. Yeah. But Fuck. uh <laughs> Yeah, no. Switch Switch is dumb comfy. The graphics are great. Agreed. I honestly love that thing in handheld mode. And it's like, Go ahead. I was going to say, because it's one of those things where it's like, real talk, it's great when I'm like in the middle of a boss fight in Xenoblade, and I'm like, oh, I need to shit, and I'm like, oh, fuck, click it into handheld mode, off to the bathroom, good to go. See, I practically literally never have it in handheld mode. Yeah, but that's because your Which... Joy-Cons don't lag for you. If my Joy-Cons weren't lagging for me like they have been, then I would probably wouldn't have it in handheld mode very often either. But, yeah, but I also don't play games while I shit. I mean, that's your problem. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem, Jukebox. Welcome to the future. No, 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 it's a me solution. <laughs> Dying. No, I'm trying to think what else I to say it about so it. Much. Yeah, what else? We, I don't we know. Talked about Project, we talked about Project Octopath, but I think we should save that. Yeah, we'll do because, an actual, uh, like, games podcast next week. Or we'll try at least, because I'll be, I'll be at work, so... Lord yeah, knows that's um, You're cutting out a lot. Am I? Motherfucker. The, the last podcast where we tried to talk about the Switch, um, we talked about Project Octopath Traveler, and there's two paths you can take in the demo. And mm -hmm. we had taken the opposite path of each other. But since then, we've played the other path and we've developed some more opinions. So we're probably going to make like a whole episode out, out of it. Because man, are we hyped for Octopath Traveler. Can we get a whole episode out of that? <laughs> I mean, we, we talked about it for ha half an hour the first time we did. That's and fair. I also have a video to show you because Nintendo uploaded a video that's about six minutes long of the developers being like, We've heard your cries. Here are our fixes. Oh yeah, I and saw that. I meant to just watch show that. To I'm gonna look. Like that they up. don't address everything, but it's it's pretty good. Did they? Spoiler warning. Did they? Um. Did they touch on any of the stuff that we had pointed out we wanted 
changed? A few things. Project Octopath Traveler player feedback and developer update one week ago. Is that the right one? Yep. Okay, sweet. I'm going to load that up for later. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it in a week or two or something. Hype! I've actually, uh, I downloaded the majority of the demos that the Switch has. Yeah? Yeah, well, at least for the, uh, the bigger titles. So, like, I got Pokken Tournament, and there's one you should check out called Lost Sphere. It's from Square did. Enix. Okay, good. I'm on that, I'm on that train. Good, because that's, like, my aesthetic. And then, uh, Snipper Clips, and fucking it's beside me, I can look, hold on. Dragon Quest Builders, uh, Mighty Gunvolt Burst Demo, Blaster Master Zero. Oh, and that's it. Nice. So yeah, like, I'm trying out all the shit. Because I'm still going to get Blaster Master at some point. Hell yeah. I just got to feel like playing it, you know? I don't blame you. Don't blame you at all. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, fiance, fiance wanted to try Dragon Quest Builders. I've been meaning to get the demo on there for her, but, uh. Yeah. It just launched today. Did it? Yeah. I saw Nintendo oh. uploaded. It was like the launch trailer. Sweet. Yeah. Because, I mean, I thought the game was out already. <laughs> um, I think it was on PS4, but it's out on Switch now. Oh, okay. Also, Secret of Mana, that remake, comes out in, like, five days. What? Yep. What? Googling. What? You hot, mate? Secret of Mana HD. February 15th, 2018. What? <laughs> oh, I thought you died for a moment there. I assume you're getting that. I mean, gonna try. <laughs> so fucking pretty. Because the thing is, I gotta, I gotta save money right now because I'm going to school and shit, but, uh... Right. If I can afford it, I probably will. Jesus. But at the same time, it's like I have the other one on my SNES Classic already, so I might just hold off on getting the HD. But it's so pretty. Yeah, but... Hold on. I'm broke. Was it Secret of Mana or Chrono Trigger where you could play multiple player? Secret of Mana. Fuck, we should do a multiplayer. We should. Also, I hate myself a little now because I said multiple player instead of multiplayer. It's okay, Jukebox. We all fuck up every now and then. That's like when I'm your gonna, parents I'm gonna are need. I'm going to need your gamer card, though. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say, that's like when your grandparents say, are you playing that Atari again? Or some shit like that. You're just like, well, I'm not going to have my Switch anymore because I'm about to beat Grandma over the head with it. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that another one of them Mario's? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude, so... Uh, the Facebook seller group that we're a part of, someone had posted a Super NES with a couple games for $130. Damn. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't, actually. Okay, I was extremely tempted because I knew I could resell it to get my money back. And it was a Super NES, Castlevania Four. Yoshi's Island, Mario World, and then it was like Bubsy and Bart's Nightmare. I, I just wanted that Yoshi's Island and Castlevania 4. And they wanted 130. Like, I probably could have, like, took those two games out, resold it for 100. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I kind of regret not trying to jump on it. But it was also up for like five hours, so I assumed it was sold. Yeah. They also posted a N64 with mm -hmm. Goldeneye, uh, the Majora's Mask, but like the gold cart with the holographic label. Oh. 
and uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day for $130. Oh. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, that's actually really good. Conker's Bad Fur Day is just, it's steadily going up in price. And right now, I think it's like a $70 game at our local game stores. Goddamn. Yeah. I got that shit for seven bucks. <laughs> Norse. Yeah. You know, it's really sad. I went to the local Salvation Army. They had an N64 controller, and they wanted $20 for it. That's ridiculous. <coughs> like, get fucked. The deals. Yeah. Man, we... Our episode 30 that we lost was like two and a half hours long. What the fuck did we talk about? Because we're like half an See, hour in, and I'm like, I don't even want to talk about the Switch. <laughs> See... Because here, here's, like, the main problem. When we did that episode, we only had the Switches for, like, a week and a half. Right. So we had, like, all the hype. Oh, it was so much whereas, hype. Whereas now, it's, like, there's still hype, but it's, like, it died down a good bit. And also, I think a uh, big part of the reason why that episode was so long was because we talked about our Switch games and stuff, too. Yeah. Okay. Like we... We just get did both. So, like, I was going to say what we could do is we won't, like, go into details, but why don't we say which Switch games we have mm-hmm. and give them, like, a quick rating out of 10. Okay, I can dig. You go first. <laughs> because I have more Switch games. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the two I picked up the day um, I got my Switch... I picked up Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I picked up Skyrim. Now, Skyrim was literally, I shit you not, like, 100% for the fiancé. Like, I probably will not play it on the Switch. I have no reason to. I played it on the PS3, I played it on the PS4, I don't need to play it again on the Switch. So, yeah. But, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, sweet Christ. <laughs> that game is taking over my damn life. Oh no. Cuz I made the mistake of starting to grind. Oh no. And now I'm in grind mode. <laughs> oh no, you're going to be gone for like 90 hours. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm at 56 right now, I think. Oh good, we're past the halfway mark. I got I got I got I can double check I have it right here. I got Hang on. I am currently at... Oh, sorry. My bad. I am currently at 58... 59 hours. God damn. <laughs> and I'm only on chapter 8. <laughs> Fuck. Hey. <laughs> but I... it's... The grind is good, because I'm not grinding levels. I'm grinding okay. skills. Uh, okay. Because... As you progress through the game, you'll find, like, treasure chests and stuff, and it'll be like, you need to break the lock. So it's like, you'll need, like, level 4 lock picking and, like, level 3 super strength or whatever. It was like so you'll D&D need D&D shit. Yeah, so it's like, you'll need so many blades that have those skills, because I think the highest level a skill can get to on a single character is level 3. So it's like, if you walk up to a wall and it's like, oh, you need level 8 earth mastery... It's like, even if you had two maxed out Earth Blades, right. you'd still need another two points of Earth Mastery to do it. Damn. So it's really annoying, because it's like, I got to one part, and I'll stop after this, because we'll talk about it next episode, but I got to one part, and it was like, you need to break the wall. You need Earth Mastery and Super Strength. So I was like, shit, okay. So I like switched up my entire party composition broke through the wall, climbed up a ladder, got to the top of the ladder, and then it's like, you need wind mastery and leaping. And I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, like, so I had to fucking jump down the ladder because you can't you can't um, change your party or anything when you're mm-hmm. on a ladder. So I had to jump all the way down the ladder. And it was a long fucking ladder. I had to jump down to the bottom, change my whole party comp up again, climb back up the fucking ladder... Do the airflow, do the big jump or whatever. And then I got to the top of a second ladder and I had to break another fucking wall. <laughs> <sighs> so I was just like, Burr. 
just, I'm done with this shit. Fuck so, it. Goodbye. Z Xenoblade gets like a, a solid 9 out of 10 for me. Nice. The only, the only thing I wish it had... Like, what, what I wish it had that would give it like a solid 10 is I wish you could like save your party compositions... So I wish it was like, you know, save like team setup one and it's like all my wind elements and all of my jumping guys. Uh, and then team comp two okay. is like all my fire mastery for if I had to like burn down some vines. And then like number three is like all fucking like, I don't know, lock picking or whatever. <laughs> like I wish, I wish I could set it up. I wish you could like save that because like I literally, you have five playable characters and each of them can have three blades at a time. So it's like, if I have a setup, I literally need to switch out half of the blades, and I have to do them all one at a time. Like, it's time-consuming and slightly annoying. Right. And it also gets a small dock in points, just because I feel the voice acting could have been a lot better. Some characters are, like, spot on, and there are others where it's like, they'll get into, like, a battle scene, and they'll start screaming, and I'm like, you probably should have just stayed quiet. <laughs> but other than that like uh, the, sto the story the story is than black clover the story is obs oh black clover's bad <laughs> fucking asta i love yeah. the manga i watched two episodes of the anime and i was like i'm just gonna leave that one alone <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone but um that. super quick spoiler warning literally skip ahead 20 seconds okay. i found like, the smallest indication that Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2 are linked somehow. You get to a boss fight later on where the main bad guy starts using attacks called Monado Buster, Monado Eater, and Monado Lock. And that's literally the only mention of it ever happening. So far. Cool. Right? I got hype as shit when I got to that fight. Spoiler warning over. So, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 gets a solid 9 out of 10 for me. And I can't, I can again, I can't, it. I can't really rate Skyrim because I haven't played it, but I mean, I like Skyrim, so I'll just give it like a solid like 7 because I mean, it's Skyrim. <laughs> Actually, no, it gets a, a 7.5 because my buddy also got Skyrim because buddy bought it for him for his birthday. And I found out that you can use the Joy-Cons as like Wiimotes, kind of. And you can, like, swing your swords and shit by swinging the Joy-Cons. So I just imagine that'd be fun as hell. That's fucking rad. It's like Skyward Sword, but better. Mm-hmm. But not better, because... You were, cutting out, you were cutting out a lot, so I hope I got the gist of that. Pro yeah, you did. You're fine. But, uh, yeah, so... Skyrim, I'll give, like, a 7.5. Yeah. And we'll and we'll call call it good. It is what it is. What what did jukebox get? I I know I already mentioned it once, but I got Super Mario Odyssey. Are you? And so like a month ago or whatever it was when we recorded, I uh, I gave it an eight. And yep. since then, I have one hundred percent completed it. And in the current state now, I probably would have given it a 9. Ooh. But I think it is more fair to judge it by, like, my initial impressions and keep it at an 8. Like, my biggest beef is... I don't know, some of the levels were just more fun than others. And there were certain tasks to get moons that were just ridiculously difficult. Like, for the most part, getting moons is, like, very fun. And some of them just, like, it happens and then it feels good. But there's others where you, like, actually have to go out of your way to get them. And then you actually have to, like, train at some shit to be good enough to get it. And it's yeah. just like, man, I want to move on. I want to, like, do a thing. And no, Not uh, allowed. Long before the game came out, I was super hyped about the Food Kingdom, and it became my most hated one. Which isn't saying a lot, because I love it all, but, like, still. I was disappointed. It is, is a bummer. 
So, hold on, because you also have Mario Odyssey. I do. Yeah. So, I remember you got that for, like, good savings. You got it for, like, 50 bucks. I got it for free, because I still haven't paid for it. (laughs) So, you got it for free. Okay, so, I'm sure anyone who's listening to this is probably in the States. $50 doesn't sound like a good deal to you. Because you pay sixty. In Canada, we pay that game would cost eighty. So yeah, that's that's. I train rolling. That's a damn good deal. Yeah, I was pretty hyped when I got that. How far into um, it have you gotten now? Because I'm sure you've been playing nothing but Xenoblade. All the Xenoblade. Like I said, it took over my damn life. Right, but um. I played up until I just got to, like, the second world. Right, right. So you haven't done any yeah. more. I've done, like, a whole lot of fuck all. Okay. But what I have done is a lot of fun. Yeah. My only, my only issue with it is I don't like how, a, how some of the features are locked behind using the Joy-Cons separately. Because, for example, it's like, if I'm playing it with the controller, I can't make the cap spin around me. I can't do the, like, homing shot with Cappy. So... Or anything. Like, it, it's honestly a pretty big pain in the ass. So, okay, the one where Cappy spins around you? Yeah. Spin the joystick. Spin the joystick so you're running in cir- like in a circle. Like, do it real quick and then press Cappy, and he will do the spin thing around you. Okay, to do that's the humming thing. You just you you just press Y twice. I tried that. And it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, it worked for me. So it literally the, hates me. So the only thing that's actually locked behind motion controls, which I used literally once in the entirety of that game, is throwing the cap directly up. And I'm sure there's probably some stupid fucking way to do it with just buttons. Probably. I'm wondering if you can't just... I want, I'm wondering if you maybe, like, doing, like, a crouch jump and then hitting Cappy, maybe that would do it? I don't know. That seems like too much. I don't know. I'm going to Google it real quick. How to throw Cappy up. Yeah, see that thing with the motion controls didn't bug me at all. I never had problems with that. And I also feel like, because I've watched a lot of reviews and stuff, the critics who were like, yeah, these are totally, you can't do these, did, like, this fucking cap spinning around you. Like, I figured that out in two seconds, and I'm like, are you just echoing people, or you not care enough to try I don't know I don't know apparently from what I'm seeing you literally that is the only thing that you literally cannot do without motion controls is throw the cap up and it is for the most part completely useless yep because you can throw the cap downwards you can throw cappy downwards if you do a ground pound first yeah so fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. Let let me remind people listening, I a hundred percented this game and I did not need to throw it up. <laughs> uh Yeah. Yeah. Man, do you, do you have anything else? Oh, remember the fucking kickstand? Oh yeah. Yeah, cause that thing was horrifying because I remember watching the videos and stuff. And I'm like, okay, it looks a little flimsy. It'd probably be better if they had one on each side or like more central or whatever. Yeah. But like, I assumed I, that this was going to be like the most broken part of every switch ever because you'd like use it and some asshole would like come sit on your switch or like smack it off the table or anything really. And that, that flimsy little leg would just snap off. Turns out, they just designed it so it will actually snap off. You oh, can't, nice. You can't break it unless you literally break it in half. Well, that's good, at least. But also, it was fucking horrifying taking it out because you have to use so much force. Yeah, they really... And it's like, 
like I'm pretty sure we mentioned this when we first tried to do this episode, we understand that it needs to be sturdy because that's where your SD card goes. Like, if you want to put an SD card for, like, more memory in your Switch, you have to open the kickstand, input it, and then you can close your kickstand. So it also yeah. functions as, like, a lid. A cover. Yeah. A cover. So it's like, we understand it needs to be sturdy. But it's kind of fucked that to open my kickstand, I feel like I'm going to break my Switch. It Like, if if you want it to fit that tight, have a little, like, release switch. Like, just have, yeah. like, a little spring-loaded switch or something. Something. Like, something you can just, like, literally flick on the back of the switch and then it just pop out. And then you can open the kickstand. That'd be way better. But, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, minor gripe, I'm literally never going to use it. No, also, I really appreciate them putting the uh, volume buttons as buttons instead of sliders. Also, agreed. Yeah. it's. I didn't, I don't like the sliders. It doesn't happen often, but on the Wii U, sometimes I accidentally hit, like, the slider, and then all of a sudden my Wii U's just, like... The gamepad's blaring out like sound effects and it scares oh, yeah. the shit out of me. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What else? I'm just like flipping it around and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I, I got nothing. Yeah. I, I got. I, used, I, got I literally nothing. <laughs> I uh, I like the dock. I also like the dock. I like that we're we've entered a new age and we're using USB Type C. Yes. It's like the new standard. I wonder if I could charge this with my phone charger. You technically could, but it would be fucking horrid. So It fits. With, well, it does, because it's Type-C. But it would be just, fucking I... horrid, because a phone charger is like 5 volts, 2 amps. Yeah. The Switch charger is like 15 volts whatever amps it's it's just like way more so it would take your phone charger like three times as long to charge your switch so what you're saying is worst case scenario i could charge my phone with my switch charger no oh the switch charger would overpower the phone and if uh if your phone's like charging protection failed it would literally burn your phone beautiful let's yeah. do it yeah like even worse than that if if it failed it would overcharge your battery and your battery would explode i like it however you could charge your switch with your phone cord it would but just it would take, take three years way longer nifty yeah good to know good to know we're yeah. learning things i i haven't played it off the dock really but like how how do you feel about the battery life um, hard to say because yeah. I know obviously it depends what you're playing. Oh yeah. Because if I'm playing something like Xenoblade Chronicles, I get maybe two and a half to three hours out of it. Right. It'd be the same if I was playing like Breath of the Wild or something. Play Tetris, get like but, six hours. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, if if I was playing something like. uh trying to think of something that'd be like really that like literally that really would not drain it whatsoever man Let's you say cut I play out completely blaster master <laughs> i was gonna say like yeah like maybe blaster master you could probably get up to four hours out of it i would assume yeah but i mean i haven't had to really test it because it's like if i play it in handheld mode it's usually like later at night and then I'm only up for, like, a couple more hours after my fiancé goes to bed anyways. And then, right. so I usually only play it for, like, two and a half hours. And then when I go to bed, I just plug it back into the dock to recharge it. So, I mean. But, like. So, for me. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. You're, like, completely cutting out. I, so I don't know when you I know. Talking. I'm just, I'm fucked. I think, <laughs> honestly, I think I need to get a new headset or something like that. But, um. Uh, it's probably Discord, but who knows? Probably. I don't know, because Discord's giving me the green bars. Like, am I coming out connected. fine? You're fine. 
So if you're hearing me fine, then it might be your headset. Yeah, which is what I'm not very happy about. My mic is honestly shitty. Like, it doesn't stay in place Man. anymore. Like, it tends to slip downwards. So I'm thinking I might you just need to get a new, a new mic. You should go out and get that snowball ice. If I had the money, I would. It's $60, and they're still on sale until February 23rd. Goddamn. Actually, it might well, be, be 50 You know what? I mean, I will be back in town before February 23rd, so maybe maybe when I'm back in a week, I might go pick one up. Yeah. Good investment. Yeah. I mean, Cause I, I got cause the I can Blue still Yeti, use it. which is like... Well, I got mine on sale for like 140 but like... That's a fair chunk, but I've been using it for, like, a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. Like, at least, like, at the minimum, weekly. Yeah. And, I mean, if I get the, if I get the snowball, I can still use that for games and stuff. I just have to plug it into my PlayStation. Yeah, USB. So it's, yeah, so it's like, it wouldn't really, it'd be no different. I could still use my headphones the same and then just, you know. Yeah, you know what would happen is you'd be talking and people would be like, why are you so clear? Yeah, maybe like, oh well, fun story. Well, no, your your headset's pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. It is. It's just honestly, like, the next time you come over, I don't know, maybe if you got time tomorrow or something, maybe come over and hang for a bit. And we'll play like Secret of Mana or something. But okie doke. But I, uh, I can I'll, dig I'll, this. I'll have to show you because it's like, I I keep my when I put my headset away, I keep my mic in the upwards position, and I and I and then I wrap my headphones up, and I never like wrap it really tight, right? Because I'm not an yeah. idiot. Right. So it's like I wrap it just enough that everything stays in place and I don't have to worry about the cats getting at it and shit like that. And then I go to play and like I put my mic down to my mouth and it just like slowly falls until it's like down by my fucking chin like it is right now. Oh, so it's it's loose? Yeah, so... Or something? And I can't think of a way to make it not loose because I mean I, with anything else I'd be like super glue that shit. You can't really do that with a headset. <laughs> We'll see what I can do. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Fuck, I had a thought and I completely lost it. Goodbye, thought. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking battery life. Oh yeah. So, I lied. I did play it off the dock, because when I played <gasps> the other path for Project Octopath, um, yeah. I wanted to see what it was like to play in handheld mode and how the graphics looked like that because it's right. It's it's a pixel style, but it's still in Unity, so it's very uh, processor heavy because mm -hmm. of all those like the dust and the lighting engine and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, it was exactly one third of my battery for exactly one hour. Not bad. Yeah. So. And for me, three hours of battery life on my mobile gaming devices it just is absolutely fine because I've been playing with like the original 3DS, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not spoiled with an extra two to three hours on like the 2DS or like the XL versions. And it's also a matter of it's like, it's also a matter of like what you're playing. Yeah, because it's like for the most part, and it's just that it's like. The Switch has a lower battery life than a 3DS because it's like a 3DS doesn't have games that draw as heavily. It'd be the same thing. If you could somehow put Breath of the Wild on a 3DS, it would eat the battery up pretty quick. Yeah, no kidding. Like, that's just how simple it is. And I think what I'm constantly forgetting, what I think a lot of people constantly forget, is it's like the Switch is not a handheld. It is a console that has a handheld option. Yeah. So, had it been had it been a dedicated handheld, they would have made sure that it had like an eight-hour battery life. Though, but it's you know quick counter argument. You you'd say that about the Nintendo 3DS, but you know the original model only lasted three hours. I could have sworn my old silver one lasted longer than that. 3DS, not DS. Oh, 3DS. Yeah. DS has lasted longer. Yeah. Well, okay. No. I, I remember everyone bitching about the 3DS, and then, like, I found no problem with it. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't notice ever, because I was just, like... I'd just be, like, sitting on the couch playing Pokemon, and, like, my light would go red, and I'd be like, oh, well, I have two options. I can either put it away for now, or I can plug in my DS. Yeah. What did I do nine times out of ten? I just plugged in my fucking DS. Who cares? Right. 
Man, I think this episode is over unless you can think of anything else. I can fucking think of something. I keep remembering these things. Okay. I thought I thought of one thing that we can bullshit with to end the episode off officially, but yeah, you go first. Okay, so the menu design, super simple, absolutely love it. Me too. Like I remember telling you, like you you turn on a PS3, you turn on a PS4, you turn on an Xbox, it is fucking mess. Yeah, like, you're like, where is stuff? If someone never <laughs> played consoles really and they decided to get like a current gen one they'd be like where the actual fuck do i do the things on the switch yeah. it's just like the game is like right fucking there there's a little shopping like, icon it's right fucking there you need your settings there's the gear icon right there it's so fucking simple that's one thing i give nintendo like mad props for is like they're all about like usability yeah like i mean they're the only ones who have like kids and old people in their market well, yeah, that's just it, right? Because they're like, we don't want some, like, six-year-old to get a Switch for his birthday and, like, have to have his dad attempt to figure out how to work everything, you know? Right. Like, they wanted to be like, oh, you have Mario Kart 8 in? Like, here it is. It's the first fucking thing. Yeah. Um, What I was going to mention is, let's do, like, a quick little predictions thing. Could you think of any potential Switch peripherals? I'll get back to you that in a sec. I wasn't actually done. Oh, God, sorry. Okay, so for anyone who gets a Switch, this is important, and you may never think of it ever. You got to go to your settings, and you got to go to your TV options and check if you have the full RGB range or the limited RGB range. If you are playing on a TV made within, like, the last eight years, chances are it uses the full RGB range, and the Switch auto detects but it usually stays on limited range therefore the picture you're getting on your tv may be of a lower quality so you have to set it to full rgb range i'm gonna do that later yeah <laughs> also dark mode is really pretty yeah do you know what that is no okay so you know how like all your menus and like the homepage and all that are white. Yep. I have mine in dark mode, so they're all gray. I'm going to do that right now. It's really, it's nice. It makes it feel modern. Right okay. Predictions, peripherals. Yes. We already know about Nintendo Labo and how fucking stupid that is, but also wonderful it is. I could see the same cavalcade of Wii accessories. So like, a tennis racket with a hole for your Joy-Con. A fishing rod with a hole for your Joy-Con. A frickin' dildo with a hole for your Joy-Con. Cough, cough, labo, cough, cough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where do you... Where do you dark mode? Uh, let me open this up and see. Default colors. Grayscale. System settings... Invert colors, even better. Oh, oh, I dig it. Oh God, I dig it. Okay, it looks so cool. Oh God, no. So you go to system settings and then you go to themes, and it's basic white and basic black. And I assume once we have like the internet service, which should be in September this year, they'll have like paid themes. Bruh. Bruh, what? I turned, I, I literally inverted the colors. Uh-huh. And the main character's weapon in Xenoblade Chronicles is usually, like, glowing white. Mm hmm So now he's just swinging around this, like, purple and black sort of darkness. Oh! <laughs> you know, it's really I'm weird. So, I'm because so that's, happy for, that's, like, no reason. That's an accessibility option to be able to invert the colors. I have no clue what condition you need to have in order to, uh to justify having inverted colors. It, it actually confuses me. I don't know, all I know is shit looks cool. But I literally can't, I can't play my game like that. Like, it would Do just it. destroy my eyes. The it next 40 hours. <laughs> oh god, no. Oh, fine. It looks so cool, but no. I am gonna put it in grayscale, though. Why? I don't know. Feeling like... Oops. Noir. Never mind. 
Yes, dear. What you doing? I have no idea. Oh, I thought you were changing it to a dark theme. Yeah, I was, yeah. And but also I, full like, RGB range. Well, I don't have it on my TV right now, so that'd be kind of pointless. Oh, it doesn't matter. You can still go to the settings and switch it on. Oh, well, in that case, okay. Theme, done, TV, RGB range, full range. Give me that shit. Blam. Mmm. Okay, we good. Okay, you're gonna notice your blacks are a bit more black. Beautiful. That's that's about the biggest difference you'll see. I love it. Yeah. So, what do what do you predict for peripherals? Um, there was one that already got announced that I was happy about, and I guess it's a thing that you can do, and it'll give you two kickstands at the back. Okay. Which I think is just great because, like we were saying, it's like the fact that there's only. One kickstand and and it's off to one side makes it very not sturdy. Yeah. So, and I believe I told this story when, well, before we lost the episode, but right when we were flying home the one day, Buddy and me were playing Mario and Rabbids co-op on his uh, Switch, and instead of dropping one of the flight trays and putting it on there with the kickstand, we found it was more stable to literally lay the thing down flat on our legs. Yeah. That's how shit that kickstand is. And I remember saying how ironic it was because right in, like, the launch trailer for the Switch, they had a guy on the plane who puts out the kickstand to show off the kickstand. Yeah. Also, the Switch launch trailer is a lie because it shows that dude literally, like, flicking out that kickstand with his fucking index finger. Oh, no. yeah. No. You need, like, three, at least one pry bar made out of tungsten and three strong men to get that thing open. Yeah. Like, it's not fun. That thing is shut tighter than the legs of a nun. Tighter than a tick's ass. Mm. Tick's but, uh, ass in Texas. But yeah, so that's one peripheral I can see. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, another one. I wouldn't be surprised if we got larger, like, XL Joy-Cons. Yeah. Like, just slight, slightly larger Joy-Cons. I, I think that'd be nifty, and if that did become a thing, I'd probably buy them in a heartbeat. Hmm. I probably wouldn't. I would, just because I have freakishly huge hands, but... Of course. But, uh, I don't know. I could, I, I could see it as something they may do eventually. I kind of doubt they will, because then they'd have to, like, make brand new grips, and they'd have to make brand new, like, charging grips, and... So, okay, dude, you know what I saw? What's that? Because, uh, Kari's looking at getting a Switch. She yep. saw a, uh, like, a turquoise faceplate of sorts. Cool. It envelops the Joy-Cons so you can never detach them from your Switch. It was That's the not okay. stupidest shit I saw in my life. That is not okay. Yeah. The only way I would ever say that's not a bad idea is it's like if you travel a lot and you literally only ever have your Switch in handheld mode, like charging it with the charger. Yeah. Then I'd say knock yourself the fuck out, but aside from that, dumb idea. So dumb. Did you have any other peripherals? Uh, Damn. no, not that I can think of. I thought it'd be easier to think of one, but I actually got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I want to see is the return of those Game Boy carrying cases that are like, they look like a Game Boy. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. Except for the Switch, and it'll be like, you open it up and you got like a little pack for all your like SD card games and whatever else. No, and, like, even better. Yeah. Even better. The carrying case is the switch in handheld mode, and you can take off the Joy-Cons of the case, and those hold you know, like your Joy-Cons and your games and shit. Brilliant. We need to make this. TM, trademark, hire <laughs> me Nintendo. <laughs> My Pat, uncle works Pat, at Nintendo, man. Patent pending. You heard it here first. If this if that ends up getting made, we have right to sue. Because we'll be like, no, 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 no. Clearly, 
clearly... I don't know who the current president of Nintendo was. We'll just say Reggie. It would be like, no, Reggie watches Infinity Games podcast. And he was like, this idea is genius. My body I'm is ready. It. <laughs> I'm taking it. <laughs> I'll be like, Reggie, Reggie, no. Uh, so, okay, I'm going to tell you this, and then we're going to wrap this up. Reggie, Reggie Fizeme is actually the COO of Nintendo of America. That's the chief operating officer. Aha. Uh-huh. He is pretty much in charge of everything. Okay. So if you think of CEO, that's the chief executive officer. He's more of yep. like over-the-top, broad ideas, looking at all the executives and being like, yeah, we're doing this, go do it. COO is the guy who's fucking doing it. <laughs> right? Okay, cool. Yeah. So does that make him, like, above a CEO? No, he's still below it, but I mean, okay. he's, like, anyone in those positions is just as important. Makes sense. Yeah. I always, I always honestly thought that he was the CEO of Nintendo of America. No. No, I'm not even... I don't know. Because you can kind of choose your positions. I know they have a president, because that's what Satoru Iwata was, but I don't know if... who. The, let me Google this. Hold on. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> CEO. Tat, Tatsumi Kishimiya. Kimishima. 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 Kim- Wait, no, he's the... No, he's the overall CEO. Never mind. He just became CEO two years ago when Satoru died. Um, so Tatsumi Kimishima is the president. Yeah. But president does not equal CEO. No. The president will appoint a CEO. Huh. Well, I mean, oh. he, he can technically be both, so whatever. Fun fact, hmm. Reggie is actually the current president and COO of Nintendo of America. Well, there you go. So we were both right. <laughs> yeah, fucking weird. Uh, yeah. I hate naming conventions with titles. Oh, me too. Because... When you're incorporated, you're technically, like, the key people. You're, like, the board of directors kind of deal. You're the president, and you have your other, you know, executives and whatever. And then you yeah. appoint a CEO who is under you. And you appoint, like, the CFO and the COO and all that other stuff. But if you're, like, a one-man company, you're the president, you're the CEO, you're the general manager, you're the shop manager, you're the fucking bus boy you're the you're fucking everything so you can be like yes i am the president ceo of this company yeah and it's like fuck off you're like it's just you we get it (laughs) stupid pet peeves (laughs) another super quick fun pack before we wrap this up he was the very first he is the first american to ever hold the position of president of nintendo of america which is cool yeah. Wait, run that by me again? It says, uh, Fiamme became the president and chief operating officer of Nintendo of America after former president Tatsumi Kimishima was moved to his new role as chairman of the board and CEO. Fiamme was the first American to hold this position. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Who is Howard? Hold on, I'm on like a whole different track now. So, back in the 90s, Howard, Howard, uh, Phillips? CDI? No. Maybe it was Howard Phillips. Employee and spokesperson. I don't know, um... I remember he was in the court cases for uh, the Ezerb and all that other stuff. Uh, his Howard something or other. I thought he was the uh, like CEO of uh, Nintendo of America in the nineties. Why the fuck can I remember his name? 
I don't know. Doesn't matter. This was the Infinity Games Podcast, episode 31. I'm Jukebox Hero. And I'm Calrix King. And if you want us to talk about anything or you want to talk about the episode we've we uh, just recorded, you can get us on our Facebook at Infinity Games Podcast. You can check out our nerdy pictures on Instagram at Infinity Games Podcast, or you can tweet at us at games underscore podcast. So thank you for listening. Huzzah! Farewell. Boy.